0: Come back to another episode of, well, a mini episode of horror cats and witch hats. I feel like I've got to like distinguish whether it's mini or not. Oh, I like your shirt. Sorry, random fact. That's an old, old ass Real Salt Lake shirt. Hell yeah, tis an original. <laughs> um, but we're back for another short episode, speaking about ta- talking about um, witchy things and things you didn't know that were witchy around your house and just everyday life and some things like that because
1: we got curious and we went searching um it's a yeah. 30 meownits of random shit you did not need to know <laughs> that's, that's kind of what it turned into
0: i like but that
1: it's super interesting from where i'm sitting anyways i think it's great and uh, again, this was inspired by our previous episode, The, the Haunting of Georgia, basically, uh, where they were talking about the being born with a veil, which turned out to just be a regular birth phenomenon that was rare. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, what else yeah. is associated with like witchcraft that's just people doing people shit? So here's our list of people doing people shit. Mm-hmm. so number one yawning there's a lot of different ideas behind yawning man and i'm pretty sure scientists still are just like fuck it people yawn because they yawn yeah but what i found is that folklore typically yawning is the way in which a demon can enter the body and the soul escapes it which is terrifying (laughs) and in some places they think the custom of covering your mouth while you yawn has nothing to do with actually being polite or having stanky breath or nasty teeth but with this yawning discussion is
0: making me yawn god damn it i know
1: i have this sensation it's like the sneezing lady every time someone says sneeze she sneezes that's how yawning is which means something that we'll get into later yeah uh it has nothing to do with being polite when you cover your mouth yawning i do it because i don't think people need to see how nasty the inside of your mouth i feel that that's what i
0: think too or my like triple chin that ends up like showing because of the yawn because
1: you know when you (laughs) yawn and your mouth it's it really is like a demonic possession where it just goes wider and wider and you're like how much wider can my mouth go and you can't stop it All of a
0: sudden, you're like a snake and your fucking jaw hinges and you're like, I didn't know I could do this. Exactly.
1: But that would be scary. Then you're not able to do that when you're eating something really good and you just want to keep eating and it just doesn't work. Yeah. Tyler, side note, my partner and I, whenever we yawn, we like fish hook each other. I've never been able to get him. He gets me every fucking time.
0: (laughs) Andy and I just poke each other's, uh, we poke poke each other's tongues. (laughs) or he'll if I'm like yawning in front of him he'll try and like blow into my mouth really fast
1: but I've gotten him I get him
0: better than he gets me
1: it's super unsanitary no matter which way we spin it but very (laughs) we live together what are you gonna do (laughs) you yeah we live together you 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 swap spit already
0: by kissing I don't know what you want you've made a kid together at this point I you know it only gets dirtier so it does but in colonial America there it was we customary go. to Good snap segue. Your
1: <laughs> You know what else we do? We snap our fingers. <laughs> snaps for katie
0: Uh, (laughs) no but like in reality in colonial america it was actually customary to like snap your fingers when yawning in order to like scare away the demons i'm not sure why snapping would actually scare away a very powerful demon that could easily just control your body and make your soul go away but
1: like you know what i think someone was like you know if you bang sticks together it gets rid of bobcats so maybe if we just bang our fingers together (laughs) it gets rid of demons
0: just snap real fast snap 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 On side note, I snap and Vax is like right next to me. Uh, it's really nice. I don't even have to like ye- yell his name or anything. I just snap and he comes like running to me. Oh, yeah, okay. That's that's nice. I didn't even teach him that one.
1: He's so smart. He is. That's because so... he was like, "This is a demon-free zone. This is where I'm going to yeah. hang out."
0: That's exactly it.
1: Um, in addition um... to snapping and not covering their mouths. Ancient cultures believed that when you sneezed, you left an empty void inside of yourself that could be filled with evil spirits and yawning left you susceptible to demons entering through your mouth. Because you this sneeze, you... I have yawned like four different times already in this like 2 minute conversation. I I'm intentionally not looking at the video cuz I don't want to plan. Yawn. But um uh, when you sneeze, I guess you just forcefully spit out your soul and uh Then demons take you, I don't know Or part of your soul I'm not really sure how that works But I did find that there is a spell to stop yawning And it is Mm. I found it, it's created by Ava McKenna I don't know if she's like a blog contributor Couldn't tell you, didn't look that deeply into it Her spell is if you want to stop yawning All you have to do is soak two large cotton balls In a famous tincture Stuff one into each nostril and then to make the tincture, you that's a weird word. Am I saying that right? Tincture? Tink. Yeah, tincture. Tincture it just sounds wrong. I know, it's
0: it's super weird, but To yeah. make
1: the concoction, <laughs> you mix you the following ingredients in a large black pot filled with dry ice. 1 cup of burnt money, 3 teaspoons of quit your job, and 8 pints of become a bird. There ah. you go. And just shove that right up your nostrils.
0: It'll like getting a cotton ball up your nostril and/or getting it back out, especially if you have piercings. That should stick on there forever.
1: Especially if you just became a bird.
0: Yeah, man. Eight pints. That's a lot of eight pints of becoming a bird, man. <laughs> yeah. I only have two pints. <laughs> I have no idea where I'm gonna get the other six. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but like we were saying earlier, yawns are also also very infectious. Like it's been like tested on. Um, and researcher Brian Rundle apparently did like an experiment to see if known so uh, psychopaths could return a yawn, which is very interesting. And that's actually kind of a weird idea. But yeah, I did not look at the science for this. He, um, his his experiment found that they were less likely to yawn back Um which, you know, maybe it's because they already have
1: evil inside of them and they don't need to accept more evil into their bodies and yeah. their souls already gone. They sneezed when they were a child. The demon entered through their yawn. They became psychopaths and now they're like, I don't need a yawn. I already have a demon well,
0: friend. And with sneezes, man, we already discovered way back when, when we were watching all the leprechauns, that if you sneeze three times in a row, you gotta marry a leprechaun.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I but feel like there's yawning. like there's got to be like a marketable t-shirt in there somewhere like I yawned and therefore I am a demon we'll
0: make it we'll just make it a t-shirt
1: yesterday I yawned today I am the demon today I demon <laughs> today I demon so I wonder if like if you yawn you take in a demon if you sneeze you could spit out the demon
0: it like forces it out <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> or maybe it just holds on real tight I don't know what a thought. Maybe our next talk—I almost called it a TED talk. Our next talk, <laughs> where we talk about parapsychology, will cover demons and sneezing. I don't know. We'll find out. I
0: don't know.
1: It won't. Um, I'm going to tell I, you right now.
0: No, no it's not. Spoiler idea. alert! It's not. <laughs> I—I'm curious to see how much we'd
1: actually find about that. <laughs> I'm super stoked. But um. sweeping. Which yeah, sweeping's a big one. We learned about in Charmed. Season yeah, it, watch. 2 or 3? 2. Because Cole. It, it, season it, 2. It, it, it.
0: Well, it's also Prue.
1: Yeah, season 2. Yeah,
0: season 2. <laughs> uh,
1: so sweeping is used to cleanse the house and rejuvenate energy in the home. To ditch the bad energy, you sweep from the back of the house to the front. And if you mm-hmm. have a particularly sticky bad vibe, You can sprinkle salt on your floors before you start sweeping back to front. And if the bad energy is due to a guest that you would like to never, ever enter your home again. I wonder if this would work for vampires. Uh, You can sprinkle the salt on your stoop and sweep it away from the house as quickly as you can. And then afterwards, Hmm. you sweep from the front of the house to the back to bring in good energy. Interesting. And the sweeping like action that. is very specific. Very the, specific. The broom <laughs> is used in one direction only, so you would start like bristles to the back of the house, sweep it forward, yeah. pick it up, yeah. take it back, put it down, sweep like that. Yeah. Uh Yeah. That's it. I don't it's specific. I don't know why you would sweep like Back. Same.
0: It's, it's like a duster kind of thing where there's just, like, back and forth. Yeah. You're cleaning that one, like, little area rather than the actual area yeah. itself. Yeah. Um. And when you do this, you also must, like, super, like, concentrate or ground yourself while doing it to keep your, like, emotions stable and to keep the bad energy to go outwards rather than hanging on to it. Yeah,
1: well, everything's about intent. Exactly. And then if you want to cleanse a person... You sweep them from the head down to their feet, and for a person to get positive energy, you sweep from their feet to their head, and of course, you don't use the same broom you just swept your nasty ass floor with.
0: <laughs>
1: They're like five feet away. Like here you go. I know. I just picture like the dollar store brooms, like household yeah, brooms. <laughs> that, yeah, uh, exactly. Like all dirty and hairs all clumped up at the end. Ugh. Anyways, Ugh. uh. <laughs> But the brooms for these are smaller. They're like a little handheld one. And they're usually made from chicken feathers. Yeah. I don't know why chickens. I didn't look that up. But yeah. Probably easy access
0: um, more than anything. But that's that's my assumption. Not anything fact. If you know why, let us know. Um, I read
1: that. Oh. Oh. Okay. And weirds—I almost said weirds mouth weirdsouth.com had an article dedicated to the super—I cannot to the superstition.
0: Yeah, you got. This. I got you. I got you.
1: I'm so, a reboot. So,
0: so weirdsouth.com had an article dedicated to the superstitions related to sweeping. Um An example: if you get hit by a broom. It sweeps over your feet or someone sweeps directly in front of you you need to spit on the broom to prevent bad luck or even worse jail time Some of you don't these want that are very specific yeah um if you sweep under someone's feet they will never marry uh and if you bring the broom with you when you move houses oh i'm sorry let me redo that um you don't bring the broom with you when you move houses. It brings bad luck with it, so you get a new broom every time you move a new house.
1: That one, I get that. That's fair. I feel like these are like Louisiana deep south. That's what I picture. I'm sure they're not the origins there, but that's where like I picture these ones coming from.
0: Yeah. In I'm a... trying to remember where they went back to in time. Was it, like, were they, did they go back to, like, charmed Why Did they go back to Salem? Is that where
1: they went when they went back in time? I don't know if they went to Salem specifically, but they went back till the 1600 Melinda Warren time frame. Yeah. Okay. It's,
0: for those that watch Charmed, they totally understand. For those that don't, they have no idea what the fuck we're talking about, but that's okay.
1: Then you should go watch it. I envy you, because you, you get the grand experience of watching charmed for the first time that's what i've been playing I in know. the background while i work it's been nice i watched
0: it majority of my saturday while andy while andy was moving couches with his dad <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good
1: one it's a good fallback
0: it is
1: in a witchcraft uh, ritual a broom is called a besom mm-hmm. when i first read that i thought they were talking about a brand of broom <laughs> I was like, no. Did you go
0: looking for it?
1: No, because I was just reading. Because the lady was talking about like vacuuming in modern time. Is it can, mm. like can you use it for the same thing? Uh, and so I thought the bissom was like a Roomba kind of a thing, <laughs> like a bristle. Yeah, yeah, bristle. The bissom There you go. I got you. That's a yeah. Thanks for I got you. wrapping that up for me. I mean, yeah. in your head. It's cool. It's not. It's a ritualistic use. Thing. but yeah. they are like i didn't want to call rooms that cuz i feel like when they refer to that specific type it's usually for clearing a ritual space prior to starting a ritual so i didn't want to like mix those up cuz i don't know if there's a difference right and that makes sense i'm i'm sure there is a difference so but the cool thing is besomes if that's what they are called they mm-hmm. have also been associated with wedding rituals among pagans Um, and then was later picked up by enslaved people. I'm not going to say it was picked up by enslaved people, because it might also have been something that they brought with them, but uh, where they did, like, a jumping the broom ceremony as getting married. I was was curious
0: about that ceremony. I came across it when I was looking at different, like, traditions and ceremonies
1: and stuff like that. Yeah, apparently it's kind of making a comeback, like, hand fast or hand...
0: Hand hand fasting, which is is exactly what I'm doing. I was like, wait,
1: you can't fast your hand because then you're just not eating it. But now I get it. I'm hungry.
0: It's hand fasting.
1: I'm hungry. (laughs) Huh. That's a a thought to do at
0: the wedding coming up, maybe.
1: I don't know. For me, like, I get that it may have originated in, like, a pagan workspace, but I feel like in American culture, it's mostly associated with the enslaved people's ceremony so I don't know if it's considered like an appropriation well and I don't want to add
0: too many things sorry do like the hand fasting and stuff and god I've so
1: I don't know eggshells eggshells
0: there's a lot going on in my wedding already I probably shouldn't be trying to add anything
1: into it you know what you could add if you wanted to um my Mm. mother still has my baby teeth I think
0: Oh, should I make a necklace
1: out of your baby? Oh, well, okay. Just thinking about this for a second. Vax lost his first tooth. You should keep his teeth and make one of those teddy bear things. I have, I have it safe.
0: It, it's, just, it's safe. And then I'm waiting for some other teeth to fall out. I can see the other back ones like growing in. Apparently it's also but, oh,
1: pretty common for like witches to gather their, uh, their cats like whiskers. I have a collection of my
0: cat's whiskers, yeah, actually.
1: And, I do. Uh, nails when they like break off or flake or whatever. Shed. I don't know the term. But um the whiskers yeah. sounds way cuter than the nail clippings. But yeah, I remember yeah, no, I have I have their
0: whiskers. I have their whiskers saved up every once in a while.
1: When I was in middle school, I was going through my mom's uh not a, a jewelry tre- box? Yeah, I was gonna call it a treasure chest and I was like, That's not <laughs> it. Close a jewelry enough. box. I am in a mood today. Okay. And then I stumbled upon my teeth. And I feel like that's when I was like, ah, shit, the Tooth Fairy's not real. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. But, but yes, we are talking about baby teeth
0: because this is actually a big part in... Um, this is, this is well-known around uh, folklore and stuff like that. But apparently many teeth, many teeth, not just baby teeth, but many teeth uh, surround the idea that baby teeth can affect the
1: afterlife. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't quite see that connection between losing baby teeth and death, but. I, I don't either. Maybe um, it's like because it's like you're losing your innocence in a way. I don't know. I also don't know what that has to do with the afterlife. I couldn't tell you.
0: I, yeah, you know, I, I'm not one for that one. I don't know.
1: But in England. But in, yep. Yeah, all right. I'll, <laughs> we got this. And we're very excited to share these random facts with you, obviously. We're so on top of this today. In England, they burn the baby teeth. They used to. I'm sure they don't do this still. I should have updated that. That's really hard. But they would burn the baby teeth to dispose of them as a protection for the kid of the afterlife. Because I guess they feared that if you didn't dispose of a kid's teeth that way, they would be doomed to wander the afterlife aimlessly.
0: Hmm that's really sad side note when I uh, when I read fear like feared i I read farted and I was like they guess they farted the kid what that's and how I they really started the fire
1: Katie I don't what do you think they did back then <laughs> 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 terrible um yeah all right I'll... well and and then just like that like veil thing called a call that we talked about mm-hmm. uh, yeah some warriors in various cultures would wear strings of baby teeth into battle for protection.
0: I hope their own baby
1: or like their kids baby teeth. Can you imagine
0: just like going to different doors and be like can I get your kids baby teeth? I need it for protection. I'm going out to war.
1: I'm also wondering if like if they pulled the baby teeth out if it would be like negative energy because it wasn't ready to come out. And like were they just running around like stealing baby teeth or was it just like I feel like it's more of just, like, how soldiers now take, like, pictures. You know, they have them in their pockets. It's like that. It's like their babies. I can only hope. But anyways, we digress. I just imagine
0: this is, like, where the fairy tooth, like, or the the tooth fairy, like, lore came from was these soldiers were, like, going in and stealing teeth from a kid's pillows to, like, put them on a necklace and wear to war. Yeah, the terrible thought. And they
1: were nice enough to leave little pences for their... The kids, but also like I think about in movies, uh, they would picture like quote-unquote savages having you know like jaguar teeth and stuff around them I feel like it was actually just like flaky little baby teeth but we just made it look cooler for the movies
0: <laughs> it looked terrible to have like this tiny ass little like speck it's like a collar it's like a choker it's not even yeah. like a big necklace. <laughs> it's like a it looks like ass-choker. those
1: uh, candy necklaces <laughs> <laughs> yeah man oh uh, there's also the uh, there- idea that teeth protected children from evil fairies kind of like the ones we talked about in Jeepers Creepers I think that's the Mm -hmm. episode we talked about them in right Um, which may possibly be part of the origin for the tooth fairy which
0: big wonderful horror movies out there that that have to do with tooth fairies including one of my favorite which is called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark we should watch it it's fucking
1: horrifying to think about like
0: those kinds of things.
1: Is that the one that starts out with the mom getting murdered? Like, if you look, she'll murder everybody or something? Or is that Darkness Falls? That, that's Darkness
0: Falls, which okay. is roughly, which is the same idea. Um, Don't be afraid of the dark is a whole different idea. And I loved it. It has, uh, what's, his, what's his ex-wife's name? Uh, Tom Cruise's ex-wife. Katie Holmes yeah that one it has her in it um but it also has little and we've seen her in a bajillion and a half things um this movie came out in 2010 it has that is not her now is it really bailey addison that is her now okay she's a lot older now Um, but Bailey Madison who has been in a bunch of different kinds of movies when she was like really young um, but she is now grown up and it kind of freaks me out to know that she's 22 years old Uh, (laughs) but that's a movie I think we should do because it's really cool and I really enjoy the idea of super creepy little ass tiny um, fairy goblin things ceiling teeth
1: well and you know if you're not giving them to fairies then you might just throw your teeth onto the roof of your house in hopes of influencing how your new teeth will grow in this is why people in england have ugly teeth because they burn them (laughs) instead of throwing them on the roof just kidding that's not why your teeth are beautiful but uh they used to think that if it landed on its side on the roof then the adult tooth would grow in crooked
0: Well, damn it, mom and dad, apparently they took my baby wisdom teeth and threw it up on the roof and they all went in sideways and now they're, all of my wisdom teeth were impacted when I had them out.
1: My question is, if you don't throw it, are they equally as likely to become crooked or are you just like 50-50, fuck it, let's throw it on the roof because why not?
0: Good question. What a question to answer or to ask.
1: And thus, Santa Claus was born because it was a warrior jumping from roof to roof, picking up all the baby teeth. There you go. (laughs) We solved it. (laughs) There's so many ideas into this situation. Um, I found a random website that was like a question and answer kind of a deal. Um, And this lady said, hi, I'm looking for inspiration. My daughter has just started losing her baby teeth and I really want to use them in a craft related way like witchcraft, not arts and crafts, just to clear that Mm -hmm. up. But I'm not sure how best to go about it. What use would you put them to? And whoever this infinite wisdom person was said, great question. The possibilities are endless, though I suppose it depends on what end you are trying to achieve. I'm going to assume that you want to use the teeth for magic related to the child herself. And the most logical thought that comes to mind is using them for the purpose of protection. The easiest way to do this would be to string the teeth together into a chain Use it as an amulet to invoke the happiness and innocence of youth. Your daughter could keep it all her life and wear it on occasion as a link to her childhood self.
0: Now, thinking about that in these terms of days, um, that poor child would get made fun of and probably, like, bullied to the max for wearing her own teeth as a necklace.
1: Well, I'm, I'm thinking they were thinking, like, around the house. But also, how do you, like, explain that to your friends? You're like, oh, you don't wear your baby teeth when you're feeling, like, what? Too much of an adult protection. I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, they're like you seem. It brings au- you back for innocence. Yeah, you seem awfully young today. And she's like, "Thanks, I wore my baby it's teeth yesterday." It. <laughs> <laughs> it's wrinkle protection. God. <clears throat> uh, and then she goes on to say, another idea would be to make an infusion of the teeth. I'm assuming they mean like a tincture. Um, anything anyway. like that mildly acidic liquid, like cola, lemon juice, or vinegar, just the things we eat every day, would dissolve yeah. the teeth. That was actually my sixth grade science project. Um, I was I just gonna say, I'm pretty put, sure we've
0: all done this in science.
1: I put all my baby teeth, they're not still around by the way, but I put them in Coke and that was my sixth grade mandatory oh. science project. Good job. Uh, but yeah, that would dissolve the teeth. Then they could bottle the fluid and anoint your daughter at times in her life when she feels she needs additional protection. Hold on. Let me spray this baby goop at you. Ew. Can you imagine,
0: like, the solidified, like, cola used for that after so long?
1: Yeah.
0: It seems like a terrible idea, too.
1: you could also consider burying one of the teeth in the family property as a link to connect her with the heart of her home and as part of a magical imperative to always draw her back safely towards the family that one's cute i like that one that one's like, i like that one but then what happens if like they move
0: houses and somebody's just digging up the house and they're like i'm finding baby teeth everywhere what the fuck is going on? well
1: i think you do it with your kids so you like make a little shoebox, like when people bury a bird right you make a cute little shoebox and then, or a wish box, and you bury it. And then people are like, all right, I'm sure people have found weirder buried in their yards. People have found graveyards in their we yards. We just found a 30 minute episode. <laughs> Shit found buried in yards. <laughs> uh finally i would suggest that you could keep one of the teeth yourself perhaps safely contained in a locket worn on your person so you can continue lending your own protective energies to your daughter regardless of where she may end up in the world Mm. i like the burying one that one's cute i do feel kind of weird i don't know if it's like a mom thing but i do feel weird just like throwing his teeth away i had to whisper that because my kid's downstairs and he's still a tooth fairy kid but I feel weird throwing his I'm like, what do I do with it? Like, I'm not going to hoard it. I'm not a hoarder. How many teeth has he lost? Uh, all the front ones. And he's moving on to like his molar incisor <clears throat> teeth. He has braces and he's very weird about losing his teeth. Um, he does not wiggle them, he waits till they literally just fall out. <laughs> oh. So right. it takes a long time. My, on the other hand, I was. Ripping teeth out before they were ready. I was going to gonna
0: say ripped teeth out, a week like easily. My dad was always the person. I was like, "Well, is it ready to come out? Okay, let's do this." And just ripped it out. A lark yeah, got, <laughs> got head butted and it knocked his two front baby teeth out, and so he walked around for months without no like front two teeth. It was so cute. Yeah. so funny.
1: Um, before he had braces, my little looked like the meth head boyfriend of. Tiger King with the tooth like right in the center and then all the other ones missing. That was him. We were graced with uh, just the best of teeth, weren't we, Izzy? You know why we know that? Because of mirrors. Mm. And historically, mirrors were associated with divination. Mm. Uh, First Um. called... This is a fun word, cat, C-A-T, brought that in, (laughs) cataptromancy, catoptromancy sure, sure, yeah, in ancient Greece, uh, this was described as the practice of using reflective surfaces to see the future, Nostradamus, who is a famous... Back in the day, seer of things. Mm-hmm. He's actually really interesting if you read about him. Uh, was said to have used a mirror of black obsidian. And mirrors... I that was pretty as hell. <laughs> I know, right? Mirrors have been used for scrying as well. Some mm-hmm. believe an alternate use for scrying mirrors made from obsidian is to view yourself in parallel or past lives. By standing in a dark room with a candle uh below your face after staring into the mirror for a while you will see your features repeatedly change and those are said to be like your past lives crazy also throwback to charmed they do have like a parallel dark universe i was gonna
0: bring that up
1: (laughs) this all leads back to
0: our, our three witches that we grew up with man
1: there's also like a witchcraft thing called shadow work where you like a lot of it has to do with like journaling and looking in a mirror and it's like yeah you know challenging your own parallel selves or something like that there is also lore that associates mirrors with the ability to trap souls when someone has died it was customary to cover all the mirrors in the household and then open windows so the soul could leave without becoming trapped it was also to prevent the newly dead from grabbing the soul of a living person and taking it with them
0: I feel like that's kind of like Oculus. The horror movie Oculus. I don't exactly remember the whole like backstory of Oculus. I've only watched it like twice. But I know it had a lot to do with mirrors. It's a mirror
1: or mirrors. There is a horror movie called Mirror. <laughs> I forgot about that. There is there is one. Um Oculus is I don't know if it's a possessed mirror that pulls people in or if the mirror itself is magic and people who die in front of it get trapped in it because they also see like they have visions yeah I don't know we'll have to watch it and figure it out I guess I love that movie that's one of my top that one oculus and conjuring are like my favorite scary movies uh But also... I lost my spot. You distracted me talking about Oculus. Um, In TB time, uh, tuberculosis time, they thought tuberculosis was like vampires, Um, but they would cover the mirror when the person started being really sick. So that's probably also part of why vampirism lore is Mm -hmm. typically like they don't have a reflection. It's because they would cover the mirrors okay a chinese myth once held that images in the mirror were actually demonic beings who were pretending to be our reflections while silently plotting our deaths lovely hey i don't know if you remember but i took ap photography and i did that picture of you. oh i fucking remember (laughs) that worked out so well i wish i still i I probably still have it i totally remember that photo i'm posting it if you find that oh man i probably look so little i'm so i'm so curious Um, I took a photo, We the topic was surrealism, I took a photo of her in the mirror, in front of this vanity, and then I photoshopped it, so it looked like her reflection was like watching her open a secret drawer, it was cool, it worked out great. Yeah. A lot of people didn't look at the reflection, and they just stared at me, they're like, I don't see the surrealism, and then someone was like, oh shit, look at the reflection, and I was like, yeah. There you go. (laughs) But anyways uh this sounds kind of like the bloody mary game to me i know that's not what it is but it's you know bloody Mm mary-esque uh the movie oculus like you said has like a parallel weird demonic thing going on the unborn (laughs) has some creepy ass mirror play that movie fucked me when it came out because the kid has like these bright blue eyes and I have to walk past a lot of mirrors in my parents' household. It freaked me out. Vampires. And you have bright blue eyes. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have blue eyes. I have green eyes. Uh, that's that's my true. mom has blue. Your mom eyes. has blue as fuck eyes. Your yeah. mom's eyes are so pretty. They're like icy eyes.
0: They're so they're so pretty. Just saying, I want everybody to understand: Izzy's mom's eyes are so pretty. <laughs> they are like. <laughs> I've always thought this. Yeah. They're mesmerizing.
1: They're like if not. And if she's mad, they're cold and (laughs) scary. (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm sure my mom has been so mad at you. Not like she has with you, but I mean (laughs) I am her second daughter. I am perfect in every way. No one gets mad at me. Right. But Some medieval magic, eh? Yeah, medieval magic. Good segue. My mom has eyes that can see into the souls of medieval magician Albert Magnus. I almost called him Magnus. It's Magnus. (laughs) Who recorded a formula for making a magic mirror. And his Hmm. formula, buy a looking glass and inscribe upon it S. Solaam S. Tatler S. Echo Gordner Gimmatter. Bury it at a crossroads during an uneven hour. On the third day, go to the spot at the same hour and dig it up, but do not be the first person to gaze into the mirror. In fact, said Magnus, it is best to let a dog or cat take the first look. That's fucked up. I was gonna say,
0: rude. Don't do that to you, animals.
1: You know what we did not do was start a timer at the beginning of this episode. Fuck! (laughs) That's all right. We're just gonna keep going. My bad. Uh, but also like snow white has a mirror fortune type thing. Yeah. Mirrors are pretty creepy. Mirrors creep me the fuck out. I'd be honest. Oh yeah. Big time. Um, another witchy everyday thing is stirring anything. Uh, yeah. if you stir with intention, like while you're mixing cream or sugar or something into your coffee or tea, uh, They can bring good energy or ditch bad energy. If you go clockwise, it's positive energy. If you stir counterclockwise, it ditches the bad energy. And if you do it in like a pentacle motion, like the five points, that Mm -hmm. is used for enchantments.
0: I always think of practical magic when she's sitting there stirring her her coffee or like her tea with like just Her finger,
1: but she does that absent mindedly, so I'm not sure right. what good she's doing, but I, I do also it, picture that. anytime yeah. someone in a magical movie is stirring something, you know the spoon's just gonna keep going. Yeah. Or in um, oh, Evan, nope, not Evan Almighty, the other one, Bruce Almighty, mm-hmm. that's not related to this at all, but no. You know it is related. <laughs> cats. Let's talk about cats. We can finally talk about cats and
0: like mega information. Considering we talk about, I mean, it's in our fucking name, after all. We like cats. <laughs> so, you'll be pleased to know that in many cultures, hurting a cat is guaranteed way to bring you bad luck. So don't hurt a fucking cat. Don't hurt animals. That's just fucked up in the first place. Um,
1: yeah, I super- feel like as humanity we could do
0: better (laughs) yeah uh superstition on ships uh was that not only were cats on uh let me restart that sentence hang on (laughs) so there was super there was a couple of different superstitions on ships where cats were not only on board for like great rat management but if you threw a cat overboard, it would cause a disease, um, drownings, and even possibly your boat to sink. So, um, Well, yeah, yeah cats, you know. cats
1: don't like water. No. And they, they would be like, a plague upon your ship, and then hit the water. I curse you. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and, of course, we all
0: know that Egyptians loved their cats. They're all over their runes and everything like that. And cats were associated with the goddess Aset... Bastet, sorry. And, ooh, I'm going to murder this one. I'm
1: Sekhmet? going. Yeah, I was going to say Sekhmet. Maybe? You take over this.
0: Yeah, no, that's right. kind of what I, I, I assume Sekhmet, but I'm going to let you take over the rest of this one.
1: We'll butcher these names myself. <laughs> so, Bastet was a female with the head of a lioness or a cat, depending on where you look. She became known as the goddess of protection, pleasure, and the bringer of good health. Bastet was the daughter of Ra, whose pretty much the Zeus of Egyptian gods. Uh, He's the king of the deities and the father of all creation. The wife of Ta, which is kind of like Utah, but with a P, the god whose breath was said to give life to everything at the beginning. And uh, Ta, who is Bastet's husband, partner, whatever you want to say, was Mm -hmm. so central to ancient Egyptian worship that the name Egypt is derived purposefully from part of his name he is said to have given life to all deities and the mother oh I'm sorry and then Bastet is also the mother of Mihos, who was a god of war and a patron of sacred places it's a little you know war bless this house what is a good force oh, absolutely sorry. sacred places if you're Mihos. Oh. That's all I got. According to EgyptianMuseum.org, it was believed that every day, Bastet would ride through the sky with her father, the sun god Ra. As his boat pulled the sun through the sky, she would watch over and protect him. At night, she would turn into a cat to protect Ra from the greatest enemy, the serpent Apep. Due to her protective duty, I cannot read about Egypt and not think of the mummy the whole time. I know. I know.
0: That's all that's going through my head right now is just Um. the mummy.
1: Because I'm picturing the fight between the daughter of the pharaoh and his new wife or mistress or And then, or actually, something. Um, and the, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. But anyways. Uh, due to her protective duties, she also answered to the name the Lady of the East, Goddess of the Rising Sun, and the Sacred and All-Seeing Eye. Man, why don't we name people like that anymore? Like... My name is Mackenzie, mother of Connor. Dog whisperer of Edna, cat caretaker, of these shitheads. Of these shitheads. Like why? Why can't we do that? Every time I enter a room, I want just a list of all of my fucking accomplishments. <laughs> right. That would be some shit. I but, feel I feel better about myself. Uh, she was also the sister of Sekhmet, who was the goddess of the hot desert sun, plague. Chaos, war, and healing. She really got like the shit end of the stick, but also like, meh. she can heal people. She's like, I'm going to make you sick and I'm going to give you dehydration, but then I'm going to fix it. She's a problem solver. Ra created her as a weapon to destroy humans for their disobedience to him and for not living in accordance with the principles of Ma'at. She also has a female form with a lion head. She was seen as the protector of the pharaohs and led them in warfare. She was a busy, busy goddess. When she was in a calmer okay. state, she would take the form of a household cat. You know what? Me too. I'm either like raging or I'm just like... Chilling. In the sun, on a couch. Don't yeah. wake me. You know? Two... Yeah. I've got two flows. Uh, lost my spot. Ancient Egyptians would whisper their prayers into the ears of cat mummies and offer them to Sekhmet. They believed that this was a direct connection to the deities and their prayers would be answered. Uh, They were also supposed to be like guardians of the gate to the other worlds or something like that. Cats. Uh, That being said, cats were treated as demi-deities. If you killed a cat, whether intentional or accidental, you were automatically put to death.
0: Good. Don't kill cats, man.
1: And unfortunately, that is not a sentiment shared by all cultures. Back in the way back, some believed cats would try to steal a baby's breath by smothering it in its sleep. And apparently, there are records that in 1791, a jury in Plymouth, England, found a cat guilty of homicide for smothering a baby. In reality... Some believe that this is the result of the cat lying on top of a baby because it's got milky breath and it just smells it and lays on it. Uh, And in a slightly similar folktale, there's an Icelandic cat who eats lazy children around the Yuletide season. Lovely. I'm trying to like, there's just so many weird things in history, right? Because you're trying to be like, They put women to death as witches, claiming that they were like, they were the sane ones, the like good sane ones. They kicked indigenous people out of their places, being like, y'all are savages. We're so high class. But then they put a cat on a stand and they were like, what do you have to say for yourself? And it was like, meow. And they were like, (gasps) murderer. To death! It's just, it's a dichotomy I can't wrap my head around. Yeah, I get that. Also, fun fact, apparently the first balloon animals were made by the Aztecs, who used dried-out cat intestines. No big deal. The Aztecs would blow them up and twist them into animal shapes before setting them on fire as an offering to their bloodthirsty gods. I mean, I guess it's better than like a human life but i don't know maybe don't have better gods i got nothing it wasn't until 1939 that the first clown henry Marr, made a balloon animal out of rubber that was just a random fact because i was like i don't want to end on cat intestines so there you go
0: i like it i wouldn't want to end on cat intestines either To be <laughs> honest.
1: Uh, another random fun thing that has nothing to do with any of this uh that has origins in Egypt is the earliest evidence of people growing lettuce comes from Egypt in 2680 BC. Apparently leafy greens really inspired them and they made art around it. And for lettuce in particular, they didn't really eat it because it was, and still is icky tasting, but instead the Egyptians believed it was an aphrodisiac. They would like milk it because they figured out that they could get like this milky white liquid out of the leaves and then they would consume it with the idea that it would make them super proficient at sex so of course okay they began to bottle it as one of the world's first aphrodisiacs they even appointed a god of lettuce they named him min uh we don't See him in textbooks very often because he permanently sports a raging erection. (laughs) Lovely. And thus concludes everything that is stuff we didn't know about. I didn't include hiccuping because everyone kind of knows that hiccuping kicked off the Salem Witch Trials. Mm. Uh... But I'm sure there's some cool lore about that. Because like yawning, we don't really know why. But yeah, that's my random... That's our random facts of witchy... Other origin things that happen every day. Like eating lettuce as an aphrodisiac.
0: That's very interesting. That's not that's not something that I've ever heard be an aphrodisiac by any means.
1: You know what? Everyone like for some reason Greek mythology is very big and well known, but the Egyptians, theirs was nuts and it's so cool to hear their stories and like how the earth came about and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm going to go stir some coffee intentionally while sweeping from back to front and burning. Nope, I'm not burning. I'm burying my baby teeth. There my, you go. There my you go. kid's baby teeth. Sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I bet my mom still has my baby teeth somewhere.
1: And just in case no one told you today. I found this on a notebook and I just, I really wanted to read it. (laughs) Your teeth look sharp, your visage terrifies men, and the crown of femurs atop your head is dazzling. That's awesome. (laughs) Right? I'm gonna, I think we should end every episode with something like that. But you gotta end it with a meow. And it'll be related. It'll be related to this episode. So, let's see. In case no one told you today, you're Baby teeth look great around your neck, and yeah. <laughs> your raging boner yeah, really cute. Uh-oh. Looks particularly lettuce-y. and <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't know—I'm at a loss. Okay, this is why I don't create notebooks. It <laughs> was a good effort.
0: And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> <Meow>. <laughs> <laughs> Meow! A little, like, questionable cat there.